Hello there, welcome to Club Nintendo level 209, and this is also going to be our kind of favorite games of 2022 episode. Welcome back, guys. How are you doing, Aaron? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm tired, you know, but I'm about to go on vacation next week, so. Oh, very cool. I mean, a yeah. lot of people just came back from a vacation, so. Yeah, um, I did too, but, yeah. you know, that's why you got to <laughs> do another one. Yeah, yeah. So, how are you doing, Josh? Uh, I'm also tired, but are you going I did on vacation? Not have a as vacation well? come up? No, okay, I, no. Um, I mean, it'd, be, happy it'd year, be pretty ballsy so. to to go on vacation right after coming back from a long vacation. Now, I mean, is that you talking to me or Aaron? Aaron, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best time to do it <laughs> because you're you're feeling that yeah, you know, you're like, oh man, I just had that like vacation. It'd be yeah. nice to have another one. Well, all right, I have one though. So I'm not ready to be back. I'm not ready to do any <laughs> yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, I have my first day back um, in like nine weeks um, from paternity leave. Um, so it'll be a weird experience going back. Uh, I'm just doing two days a week up until the middle of March. And then hey. I'm doing three days a week until the rest of my 12 weeks for this year uh, run out. So I'll... Some light work weeks coming up here, but it'll feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. Leaving yeah. the house mm-hmm. feels weird after I not really do. Yeah. Like interacting with humans <laughs> that are like, yeah. 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 But should be good. Should be good. I got, I got some warm clothing in. So I got some, some new mittens that had other ones that are fingertipless. So I can have my fingertips and then put the mittens over them. It's got a little Velcro thing. Hold it back when I need it back. And, uh, Stepping your game up. Yeah. Got some, some new fleeces. I'm ready for the, the winter. Uh, today was like I mean, 50. Winter's going to be over by the time you're back. That's true. It's true. Today was like 50 outside, though. It feels like April today. Kind of weird. Yeah. That's weird because it's like snowing here. It snows here out like pretty much every day. Yeah, yeah. we're right on the lake, so. <laughs> yeah, we had like a couple inches yesterday and then it all melted by today, so that was nice. That's cool. So, um. Where do you guys stand in the Happy New Year? We're beyond that at this point, right? I mean, we're like halfway through January. Yeah. I feel like Happy New Year, it should only be said on the day, personally. Um, or maybe the when, day after, like the second. Uh, maybe. Maybe if it's like a work day, like when you go into work and you yeah. like you haven't seen those people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got up until the 7th. You got... One week, one week in the first time. Okay. The first time you see that person in the first week of the year, after that, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you didn't, yeah, see, if you didn't see him in the first week, you're, you're, you're done. done. You don't get a new year. I totally forgot to boot up Animal Crossing <laughs> for New Year's this year. I normally uh, have whoops. that suspicion of booting up the Animal Crossing. I forgot this year. Well, yeah. that means that the game's dead. Yeah, I clearly. My, my villagers yeah, are They probably all set. left. Yeah. They, they yeah. left. The one thing I love about. The one thing I love about the Apple Watch is the fireworks on New Year's. That is one of the most delightful things Apple came up with are those fireworks on New Year's. Fireworks on New Year's? Yeah, you never did it. Yeah, on New Year's Day or probably at twelve, there'll there'll be fireworks go off on your watch, over your watch face, and there'll be a little notification there that sticks around for a bit. You can just hit that notification and do more fireworks for as many times as you want that day. (laughs) So delightful. Maybe. I wasn't wearing mine. Yeah. Because I did not see that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. That's one of my favorite things about the Apple Watch. On New Year's, at least. Ugh. So, um, 
I guess before our favorite games of the year, we should just briefly go over what we're currently playing. Um, Aaron, would you like to start with your long um, endeavor uh, yeah. into this massive game that people <clears throat> yeah, have Yeah, so I'm playing The Witcher 3. Uh, it's a seven, wait, eight-year-old game, seven-year-old game now at this point. Anyway. I mean, it's brand it's, new. Uh, I mean, for uh, PS5, Xbox Series yeah. uh, best, so it's, it's brand new, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is brand new in a way. They just came out with a, uh, what, the next-gen uh, like update. It yeah. was free to everyone that owned the game. So, basically, they updated all the graphics. They added in some uh, cosmetic stuff from the, the show. So, like, if you ever watched the show on Netflix. With Superman? No, with Geralt of Rivia. Oh, the, the oh you mean like the actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Henry Cavill, yeah. They should have a Superman skin for in The Witcher with him, that actor. That could be No, I would ruin it. That'd be great, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a comedy mode. I don't know, some kind of comedy. Oh, no. Remember that there used to be more serious. of that skinning and stuff? Like, I think Gold and I had some good skins, Basically. Yeah, I don't remember any skins on that game that you could add in. But I remember starting like in the like game the shark Xbox or, days. Or game shark? I think so, Like yeah. texture packs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I never did any of that. Yeah. But you're playing this on- You gotta be um, really into a game to dive in and start changing like the way the textures yeah. look. It's <laughs> like the uh, Chex Mix uh, game for Doom. What? Is the checks? Mix oh yeah, game yeah. You know, Doom. Doom. This is game? a classic. Um, it was no, included I, in I'm a big boxes. Doom fan, and I've never heard of this checks mix. What did tell me What's more? What's it called, Aaron? The checks mix game. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's it just is like out this. for Switch. Indeed, it is. I forget the name though. Let me. Yeah, it, it's. I just mean, you like, can get Doom on Switch. Yeah, but this is a separate no, game. Specific. Yeah. It's a specific game. It mm-hmm. is. Um, I'm looking this up right now. But you're playing um, this yeah, on PS5, so right? I'm playing on PS5, and I owned the game three times. So I owned it on PC. I got it like right when it came out, and I just never really got that far into it. And then when it came out on Switch, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, the perfect time, because it had the, the cross-save. So I also didn't get into it then. And then <laughs> when they did like the next-gen update, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, I can now experience it properly. And I did, and uh, man, it's a uh, it's a really good story, but it's super long. So it took me a hundred and three hours to complete my first way through, and I only got like a third of the trophies. So I'm gonna have did to you, go back through. Did you buy it three separate separate times? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just just curious. No yep. no shame. And- just and curious. you enjoyed the story? Like, that held up? I did, yeah. The story's really good, uh, especially if you like the show. Um, I really like the show, and uh, I haven't really read any of the books, but um, it seems like it's got a lot, like, or, like, a really good lore that it draws from, so. Cool. Is and the yeah. game based on the books? So the game uh, comes out, from what I understand, um, it ends or it uh, starts, sorry, right where the books end. So it's kind of like a new thing, but like continuing the story. So, okay. and, um, I also picked this up for PS5. I've not started it yet. Um, I am kind of waiting for the switch version to be updated 
to have that cross save because that'll be great having PS5 and Switch as a cross save duo with this game, I think. Yeah. And I think that's coming. It would have been nice to have, I think, during my playthrough to be able to have like a slightly larger screen to like play like whenever I'm downstairs or something. But I ended up just doing the PS uh, like remote play with the backbone on my phone and it was pretty good. But the game has a lot of text. Um, You find a lot of books and there's a lot of dialogue where you like are making choices and like reading the, the subtitles and stuff. So on the phone, sometimes it's a little bit hard to play. Yeah, some games feel like they're designed for, like, you're at a computer monitor kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, TVs, you need, like, a 100-inch TV for that to be a good experience. Yeah, I feel like that's how this was, because this was actually, uh, like, The Witcher 3 was only the second time that it came to console. So, like, Witcher started it's like a PC game. Right. And Witcher 1 isn't even out on console, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear they're working on remaking that, potentially. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. So because I've only heard great things about this. I, I've also heard just massive and um, yeah, something that I'm not ready for another massive game quite yet. Because um, I yeah. just finished, as we'll talk about in our favorite games of the year, Persona 5 Golden, which was 104 hours uh, to completion for me in that one. Um, Whoa! And that, that's one that's heck lot. of a G, G, I'll tell you. But, uh, yeah, yeah, plus I still haven't even touched the DLC. Just two like DLCs, which I heard are huge. Um, so yeah. Does it take advantage of uh, DualSense much or 3D audio? And, and it does. So the 3D audio a little bit. I mean, it has like better sounds. You know, you can hear more stuff off the distance yep. and stuff. But um, the controller isn't used a whole lot, except for one very interesting, kind of annoying thing. After a while, bow and arrow. No, it's whenever you're selling stuff at like a merchant, um, it does like this coin thing. It's like it makes it's kind of like someone's dropping coins into like a bag or on like a counter, and half your whole the speaker. controller, both the okay. whole thing is just it. It's a really weird kind of grind in your hand, and like I haven't turned it off yet, but I'm tempted to because yeah, it's okay. it's a lot. Interesting. <laughs> So, uh, I did discover the game, the Chex-Mex game. It's called Chex Quest, and there's Chex Quest HD for the Switch for $5. And uh, here's the description here. You travel to the remote planet, uh, the Zork, to free Galactica citizens from the evil cereal-eating Flimoids. Chex Quest HD is a modern multiplayer remake of the classic 1996 FPS adventure game of the same name, the Intergalactic Federation of Snacks Outpost, Outpost the Remote Planet, has been overrun by evil serial-eating... Yeah, yeah. Um, so you play as one of six members of the Chex Mix Squadron in single-player or split-screen multiplayer mode. And you... Um, yeah, it's basically Doom, but Chex Mix. Is this... <laughs> excuse me. Is this a remake of a cereal box game? Uh, yes. Yes, a cereal box video game that is for Windows PC. I believe, or those are some good. Those are some good games. This came out March of 2022, so this had potential to be someone's favorite game of this year. Yeah, it's 2.5 gigabytes, which I find amazing. That these uh, (laughs) graphics have that much space. I think Kirby's probably around that size. 
I really kind of want to get this one day because it's just it's, it's just reeks in the '90s nostalgia here. Yeah, and the levels are great. Like, it, yeah, it's one of those those great things from the '90s. Yeah, so I think I think we should play this. There, there is uh, online multiplayer. We could all play. Check Does mix. it really have multi online multiplayer? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, we could do it. All right, let's do it. Yeah, the PvP. Yeah, there's like laser guns and stuff. I think in this one too. <laughs> it kind of looks bad though. It kind of looks like. Don't you remember playing this, Aaron? No, I don't remember playing it. Um, I played the heck out of this game growing up. Yeah, was it a full? It's a full game, not like a demo. It's like a full game. It's a full game, yeah. Yeah, five bucks. Quit the quit the quit the steal. Um, John, what have you been up to gaming wise? Well, mostly these past few weeks, I've been playing a little bit of everything because I got my handheld emulator finally in. Ooh, this is like the Android uh, based device. It is a yeah, it's an Android based device. Um. They've been around for a while, but they've I've started seeing them a lot more lately. So, you know, started around last year, I started paying more attention to them, and I finally decided to get one. And it is really, really awesome. I gotta say, it's really cool. <laughs> so, how have, recent of games can this emulate? This, um, so it's got like a, it's got a, I think it's a six core processor with two, uh, a, um. To a a um like seventy eight uh the high efficiency cores and and four like low power cores this so it's faster pretty than capable. my like college laptop. Oh, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's an R. You know, it's a pretty decent little. Yeah. You know, it's nothing to sneeze at. It's nothing like super super powerful. Like I wouldn't put it up against like a an iPhone, right? You know, a recent iPhone or anything like that. But it's got a decent ARM processor in it. It's got four gigs of RAM. Um, wow. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> and it's pretty fast RAM. It can run GameCube games pretty well Ooh. up res to 1080p. Oh, really? It gets pretty warm. Okay. Um, I got the frame rate counter on, so I'm I'm always watching the frame do you rate. Have to on plug these, it you know, in to the power for those like more warm games. No, the battery's pretty good on it. Okay. It's pretty shocking. Definitely got warm running Wind Waker on it. Um, can you hook it up to a TV for a TV output? Yeah, you can. It's weird because it does have USB C for charging okay. on the on the bottom. Um and you would think, oh yeah, cool, USB C. I'm just gonna plug it in through that. But no, there's a micro HDMI ah, on the top micro for HDMI. the video. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not mad, it's there. You know, you can't get mad, no. you know, like a ten dollar adapter and you're good to go. And then you have charging okay. through USB C and then you have the yeah. charging through USB C or data. So if you want to come to a computer or whatever, um, oh, so upload the ROMs and stuff. Yeah, you can have well, I put an SD card in there, but it does have 128 gigs of like built in storage. There's no web browser, you can't download directly ROMs or can you? Oh, no, it's got Android on it, it's got a web browser. So you can download you can stuff totally, directly from a unit. You totally could, yeah, okay. probably. Okay. Um, I've got a collection of ROMs that I usually just like all my favorite ones already, you know, yeah. Already there, ready to go. So I just take from that. Plus, you got to load the button. It's not like super plug and play. Like, if you're not taking this thing, well, you are. It does have a pre built in like interface for mm-hmm. the ROMs and everything, but you still got to like provide the BIOSes um, okay. and all that, you know, like. So it's definitely not like you're not giving this to your grandma and she's not playing Mario in five minutes. There is some setup involved, 
But once you get everything going and the so, way you like um, it, you're flying. Could it's you awesome. mirror an SD card and like ship that SD card to me and be up and running? Or do you need the hardware? Yes. Oh, yeah, you could. It's all based yeah, on the SD could. card. So you could like you, send me an SD card with that stuff already good to go. You could, I think. I think because you're going to probably want to download some different emulators from the Android Play Store, you're still going to have to do some configuration in that regard, I think. Um, but... If if like you had a SD card with everything ready to go, it would you would be up and running in probably like forty five minutes to an hour, I think. Um, biggest thing is just kind of getting the interface because they have different like kind of um, front ends you can buy or not buy but use. So kind of you know how do you want your library to look? You know yeah. what, how do you want everything to show up? The one that comes with is pretty. The one it comes with is pretty good. It looks a lot like the Switch, but once you get into like Oh, I want to play my Game Boy Color games. You click on that; that's where it starts to kind of get really bad because okay. it's just a list. No, and some of the other ones you can download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one I got's really good because you can have like a widgets tab where you can pin things you know, like your favorite games or the ones you're you recently played, and it's a lot more that's customizable cool. as far as the list. But yeah, I mean, it's been I've been playing a lot of N sixty four because it's really great at upscaling N sixty four into like. Um, I've been putting it on 720p because in yeah. handheld, that's as high up as the screen goes. It's a 4.7 okay. inch 720 or seven. And this thing has two joysticks. Screen. It does. Yeah, it's got two joysticks. They click. Yeah. They yeah. clicky. It's got two triggers. Okay. You know, L button, yep. shoulder buttons. Um, How's PS2 games looking? So you tried much of that? Have not tried any PS2 games. Okay. I've been pretty pre- preoccupied with. GameCube's like as far as I went. Okay. Um, yeah, I imagine past like PS3. Hell no. Um, <laughs> it'll run very. Sl- it'll run very slow. But the cool thing is and the because Wii, it runs I imagine Android. Wii, is GameCube and Wii pretty similar? Processor? It's the same. Yeah, I thought yeah, that's right. Just, same yeah, thing, it's right? The same emulator. Yeah. yeah, that uses the Dolphin emulator. Yeah. Um, which I know, Aaron, you've used on your yep. PC, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's just a handheld version of that. Um, okay. Uh, cool thing it does run Android, so um, like that's that's kind of like a blessing and a curse. Blessing because it's cool, you can do all this cool stuff. It's a curse because half the stuff like doesn't work well. <laughs> like it's like yeah, you can do it. It doesn't work half the time, so, but you can do it. Could you install Vampire Survivors on that thing through the Android uh, store? Yeah, yeah. I I download some just normal Android games okay. on there. Yes. Uh, you could download. I'm pretty sure like the latest like the Android Call of Duty and stuff yeah. and play it. I download the PlayStation Play remote play and oh, then it works on nice. it. I didn't even think about that. So I'm just playing the that's, remote play like from this thing with the controller sweet. built in and it's yeah, it's pretty Oh neat. man. I didn't even think about that. Pretty great. That use, yeah. yeah. Um I mean the I'm iPhone the official it's probably better screen if you have a backbone, but that seems like a great just like dedicated device. Yeah, well it's got an it's got an iPhone screen. It's using the four point seven inch iPhone okay. screen. So it's from, decent screen. It's a decent screen, yeah. I'm actually, I mean, Game Boy games like have never looked this good. Like, it just looks really good. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of a lot of stuff, bouncing around a lot of Tetris DS. Um, because I'm playing a lot with with kind of How's, emulation on DS, which I've never yeah, done. I've never screen. emulated I DS mean, games. What's that experience it's, like? It's cool. You can kind of arrange the screens however you like. If you want one bigger in the corner, if you want them side by side, so it's a touch if you want, screen too. You know, it does. Which the touch that's screen works, an advantage yes. over some other emulator machines. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, the touchscreen mm-hmm. works mm-hmm. fine, which I was shocked. I kind of just tapped the screen. I, I, like, I oh, believe the day when actually someone works. creates a dual screen, you know, a, a DS kind of facsimile for emulation. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Well, a lot of the the flip Android phones, people are putting DS emulators on yeah, them. Yeah, that could stuff. be interesting. Like the Z yeah. Flip and stuff. Yeah, but honestly, just side by sides, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, with, with Tetris DS, the top screen doesn't literally shows nothing but like a video it plays. Exactly. So I just literally got rid of it <laughs> yeah. for that game. And you can set different settings for different games and stuff. Yeah. Um, like when it works, sometimes like I'll set control settings and I'll go back in and then just reset. And so I'm still still you know tweaking things a little bit. Okay. But man, yeah, it's totally awesome. It's that's great to hear. It's really cool. Is this a sub hundred dollar item? It is a hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Not bad. So right at like kind of the max I would be willing to kind of pay for something yeah. like this. Right. Um but now having one, I'd say like if you if as they as I mean, the screens get, you get bigger it and bigger. Quality. It's gonna be hard to turn down one of these things once it has like <laughs> a five and six cent screen, which is like the Steam Deck, you know, the Steam yeah. Deck can do a lot of that. But but bigger um, and thicker and heavier with no battery. Bigger and bigger. And I kind of wish it did have Linux as an option because Android, like I said, it's cool. You can do a lot with it, but at the same time, it's like jank. It's 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 janky. Yeah, like, it's so yeah. janky. <laughs> and it's like, how is this? Like people use this on a daily basis. Like I know, like they have an app that lets you remap the buttons, which is just a re- you know because Android lets you do that. You can remap the buttons. So I download it because I'm like, oh cool, I want to remap the button to launch the launcher I want to do all this stuff works for like two days and after two days just breaks and i go into the app and it lap or literally tells you yeah there's a problem with the app running i'm like but it doesn't tell you how to fix it yeah and it just st- starts working again the next day and it's just like what is going on yeah Why? does it make sense so i've been dealing with android um which some things just don't make any sense uh it's it's cool yeah i you can get some that are cheaper with smaller screens. They got some really cool, like little pocket ones that look like little mini Game Boys. Um, so if you're interested in like just any type of Game Boy or like yeah. retro emulation where you're not pushing it, you know, anything, um, even you know, the you know, Xbox would, game streaming service would probably work well on that thing too. It would, yes. I've heard people doing that as well. Yeah. Um, also, Steam streaming because apparently Steam has a streaming. If you own a PC, it's like local, <laughs> like PS Remote Play, right? Aaron? That, exactly. Yeah. 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 Steam Link. Yeah. Um, it's also got because Android allows emulation. Obviously. obviously, there's a DOS a DOS emulator on there, which is pretty cool. That is get, cool. It's got a front end that lets you just run like do, uh, Oregon Trail DOS games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oregon Trail Number Munchers. Um, so I, I haven't gotten into that yet. I did download. Uh, Wolfenstein 3D for DOS oh, and nice. play that for a little bit, which was cool. I was actually shocked at th- that it just worked. Like, I, there was barely any setup. Yeah, the there controls. was a um, iOS DOS emulator for iPad that I nabbed before oh, they I pulled it. I remember that. I remember that one, I think. Yeah, you're basically, you load up the old DOS and boot it like a computer. It's like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now I started a Pokemon Silver game. Oh. So I'm actually running through Pokemon Silver again. See, I don't um, know if I'd want to do that on a system that I can't transfer the Pokemon into bank and into my 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 Pokemon library. I thought about that, and honestly, I don't care. Don't like, care. it's just so <laughs> good. It's just so good to play this game, and yeah. it looks so good on the emulation. And plus, you know, they they can do things like there's ways to get in Game Shark cheats. There I'm pretty go. sure, and do other things like that. So, 
I mean, it would be um, fun to play it through Pokemon, just everyone at level 99 and just like ramp through that thing. It's just so cool having some of your old favorite games, like my old NES games, where I can just, the ones that have never been on virtual console. Yeah. And just be able to like pick them up at any second and like, you know, just have them there. It's so cool. Were you ever tempted by the analog pocket with it reading cartridges? That's a more yes. expensive proposition. I'm still tempted. Yeah. I'm still tempted by it. But honestly, this thing, honestly, is kind of... Because that one, you have to have get the cartridges and load down. the cartridges versus this, you just get the ROMs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that one, I think, has they've started to open it up to ROMs, okay. I think, recently. Yeah. Uh, which, carts aren't a problem. I got tons of Game Boy yeah, carts. Sure. Like, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not put off by that at all. I think it's cool yeah. when it runs natively. But honestly, the emulation is just so good these days. There's almost uh-huh. no reason it feels like this, especially for old systems like Game Boy, where yeah. it's like this runs 60 frames per second, smooth. You know, I can, I you can put in your own texture packs. You're starting to be able to like, you know, run your own, change the code and and run the code your own way. Yeah. So there's just so much cool stuff you can dive into and kind of play around with, and especially with games that are all but forgotten. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I could go on, you know, probably talk about it for a while because it's really fun. But uh, yeah, that's kind of been my past couple weeks. Is past okay. couple weeks, few weeks while I was sick. And uh, did um, how far did you make it through Last of Us? Oh, uh, I made it like five hours in, and then I got distracted <laughs> okay. by this. Okay. Um, uh, I am still playing it. I okay. just need to. It's it's like probably a fifteen or sixteen hour game. Um, yeah, yeah. Should... I got I got a decent decent bit of the way through. Yeah. Um, Are you still in the first season? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's the longest season, I believe. Yes, um, definitely. But it's it, yeah. Um. So yeah, the last thing I did was just boot it up, just to try it on on the emulator. Or yeah, and it worked. And I was just super happy. Nice. So I was like, yay! And yeah. I went right back to playing. You know, there you go. Old old games. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah. I've been I've been playing uh, Last of Us Part One. I'm in the final hour of the game. Um that's fine. Oh, you've been playing it? You've been playing last part one? Yeah, I got the PS five version and Oh, you got the PS five version? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I th- I thought I said that to you. Um, oh, really well. I might have thought I've been playing remastered, but I was weeks. playing through yeah, I got it when I was on sale. Um and some of the changes have just been delightful in this remake. Like, they brought over I some mean, things from part two into this first one that just, like, scared know. the bejesus out of me. Um, it looks so good. I mean, it, it looks does. Incredible. Like, it's the best-looking game I've probably ever played. And when you get to Winter, John, you'll notice, but it's not a spoiler to say there's multiple seasons and you'll progress through, like, more time than what you're in now. Um, in Winter, the enemies, some of them, they've been out in the cold so long, they're blue, which is such a nice, like, lived in world kind of thing that I don't think was in the originals um yeah and um I I don't know what to say not to spoil the experience for John um just need to say don't don't spoil there's not much you can say about that game without spoiling it it's incredible (laughs) and I'm in last hour yeah at this point I'm literally just walking around killing these the the zombie people and yes running through the sewers and (laughs) yes like um I I noticed the haptics for the flashlight uh like three or four hours into the game, it's like, oh, there's haptics when I turn on and yes, off the flashlight. there are. That's there nice. are. I noticed that. I noticed that too, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm super excited for the HBO series that comes, starts releasing on Sunday. So I think I'll finish it right as that's starting the release. So I'm excited for that. Sunday as in two days from now? Two days from now, yeah. 
Oh, whoops. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> thing? as you play, John, you might, yeah, you know, the first episode, you'll probably be good, but I'd, I'd start playing to make sure, you know. I'm kind of curious how they adapted, because so far, you know, well, I can see a couple The reviews have been really impressive, like I've they seen. really considered how to transform this into a proper TV show, and it expands upon the game. How many episodes is it going to be? Nine? Like ten? I nine? Think, I think it's okay. nine. Yeah. Um... So one thing I heard about the show that I was a little concerned with <laughs> is that they they were saying that in like a video game you're more willing to kill, right? Like they so you have all these zombies and stuff and it's not Yeah, it's not you're as there to slaughter people. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But in the show they're saying that they pulled back on that because it would feel like not genuine when you're killing Everyone's so many just things. murdering, murdering uh, yeah. everybody I mean, they Joel see. <laughs> is a monster in this game. I mean, he just kills, uh, you know, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I read is some people were concerned that that wouldn't translate well, but then some people said that they, they did a really good job with it. So I don't know. I've heard both. Yeah. Um, so, I'm well, and, we'll uh, see And yeah, I'm excited for uh, the voice actors are in the series for Joel and Ellie as different characters. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, um, I'm almost done with that. Uh, this will be like my fourth or fifth time through the game. It's one of my favorites. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'll jump right into part two. Kind of tempted to play that again. Um, I platinumed it, so there's nothing really left for me to um, <laughs> do with as far as trophies. But I just might want to experience that story again. I don't know. You start finding glitches if you've if you've a hundred percent and now you need to go through and start breaking. That's the true. Game. I platinum the uh, PS4 version of Blastos. Um, I'm not sure if I'll go through and do that. Um, quite yet. Maybe next year I'll pick it up again and go for the platinum or something. Take my time with it. Um, and then I just started Bioshock Remastered on the Switch. I think last episode we oh. were talking about Bioshock. Oh yeah. And a couple days Creepy. ago, there's a 2K sale. 10 bucks for Bioshock 1, 2, and Infinite. So, like, three. Is it still on sale? I believe so. It's, oh, it, shoot. I might You know, do my that. goal points was like 950. So, it was like three, a little bit over three bucks per game, which all these here are incredible. That's a good, yeah. And that's bo- a steal. The, the, I also picked up the Borderlands collection, which had Borderlands oh, 1, yeah. 2. The pre-sequel, that was another amazing deal. Um, normally 50 bucks for these collections. So I started Bioshock, I'm like an hour into it, and oh boy, does that thing look amazing on the OLED Switch, Sean. The, like, the, the opening scene with the water and the blacks and the fire looks so good on the Switch. It's unreal. I gotta tell you, after playing this little tiny handheld emulator... Going back to this thing is like going like to a IMAX theater for the first time. You're like, whoa, it's so big. Everything's so big. Yep. Yeah, I could see I could see this looking really good on here. Yeah. Pick it up on sell sell and sell. It it's I'm gonna check it now. looks great and you know, there's no frame rate issues. It just it's perfect on Switch. Um Well, I mean the game is like Fifteen years it's from old the PS2 now, era, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I even like the uh, like the remastered version looks kind of old. It looks kind of dated. It does. I yeah, mean, it as far as they remastered like a while like ago, the textures are good, but like the polygons, you can tell are pretty jagged. Yeah, the art style does do well uh, as far as aging. I think it ages nicely with that art style they went with. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm about an hour into it. I've had some very intense moments already. And this world is just very confusing to me. Um, I'm not reading much about it. I'm not reading anything about this game. I'm just kind of going through it. I saw the how long to beat thing was like 12 hours for all, you know, each of the games are about 12 hours long. So it's like, okay, I just finished Persona 5 in 104 hours. I can play all three of these in a fraction of the time. So I'm going through and uh, seeing what this is all about. Um, the mechanism of like you pass by a chamber that's like your spawn point without actually interacting with it, it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, it seems like I'm running out of ammo and I need to be better conserving my weapons. Yeah, so those games are not shooters. They're, <laughs> it's, um, I don't really know how to describe it, but the best way is like, once you get to, uh, to the last one, um, Bioshock, um, infinite. what is it? Yes, Infinite. infinite. Um, yeah. that is... I've heard described as a uh, Bioshock with guns. So it's actually the first one where they actually kind of leaned into like the gunplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So until then you kind of have a different play style. Okay. More like sneaky and yeah. Yeah. So I'm on normal difficulty. Um, and I'll see how that goes. I'm doing well so far, but I, I just want to experience this game. So I'm not, I'm not ashamed if I need to go back down to, if I need to go down to easy just to experience this. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're playing on the hardest difficulty? The medium. Medium. Okay. But it's the standard one they suggest to you by default. Yeah. Uh, the one that's suggested if you've played a shooter before. Mm. That's a description yeah. of it. Bioshock, yep, still $10. You're getting the right version that has all three? The collection, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's yep, tricky. Yep, the yep. 2K games, there's like with, with uh, Borderlands especially, there's like, here's all these different Borderlands. Yeah, there, and you can like save two bucks and only get one of the games versus like the Borderlands collection. <laughs> get yeah, them all. I don't. Yeah, I don't like all that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So that's what I'm embarking on now on my Switch. Uh, there's so many things I want to. Oh, I have get six dollars. You need to fund your wallet. Is that what you're saying? No, I, I have six dollars. I can six hundred gold coins. Okay. Um. And then I have been like playing I the Mario them. Kart DLC. <laughs> um, that is quite good. Uh, it seems like the Mario Kart DLC has been getting better and better each and every pack. This latest pack, pretty much all but one of the courses uses the anti-gravity mode in some way. And if you'll remember back to the first DLC pack, no maps, I don't think, any any of the courses used anti-gravity. So they're doing better about embracing the anti-gravity in making these more Mario Kart 8 courses versus just, you know, standard Mario Kart courses, which is a good thing. Um, and there were so many great courses in this one. A lot of N64 courses um, felt felt like a good good pack and some decent 3DS courses that brought back fond memories of that, that game. So, um, so yeah. Um, Hades yeah, is still on my docket. So long. What's that? I haven't played in so long. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I think the last time I played is, like, when they announced, like, the DLC the first time. It was, like, you know, they did that huge drop by, like, the month. I don't know. That was a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, Persona 5, I finished Golden. We'll talk about that in our favorite games of the year. But that I just finished, like, uh, yesterday or the day before. One hell of a game. And we'll talk about that later. Um, anything else with what we're playing before we move on? 
You good? Okay. Um, yeah. I just want to briefly go over our kind of game state of our the platforms or whatever that we got year to review type stuff. I don't want to spend too much time in it because I don't think everyone has their info. Um, Aaron, you're trying to remember you had played how many hours within like a month of yeah. getting a PS5. Yeah, my PS5, all the stats are gone for the 2022 thing, so I should have taken some screenshots. But I do recall one that was very, uh, um, I was proud of. So I got my PlayStation November 14th of 2022. And in my 2022 uh, state of play, state of recap, what, yeah. what was it called? What they called the state of play or something like that? I don't know. Something anyway, like that. Uh, 264 hours I played. My, my that's that's a lot, man. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I have 672 hours for the whole year, Sony. Um, 228 hours were on PS5 games. 445 hours were on PS4 games. And I was curious, like, what did I play so much on PS4 from last year? And I I recalled that all the from software games PS4 versions. Except for Demon Souls, um, but um, I spent nine hours in PSVR, and I played a number a two hundred twelve different days uh, the three sixty five. Um, the top five games: Dark Souls two hundred eleven hours, sixteen percent of my playtime, followed by Elden Ring at fourteen percent, Dark Souls Remastered at twelve percent, Sekiro. At eleven percent, and Demon Souls at eight percent. Uh, and I played twenty five games on the PlayStation last year. Uh, so that's Sony. It's a decent, decent yeah. year for Sony. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Mainly because of From Software being what they are. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, as far as Nintendo, my most played games were Arceus, The Blade Three, and uh, Pokemon Violets. And I recognized three plus years of me playing Animal Crossing, which I barely touched this year, but I did. And uh, role playing game, forty three percent of my playtime from this year on the Switch. Nice. So that's that. Yeah, my Switch uh, was interesting because my top three games are all Pokemon. So <laughs> I have Pokemon Legends, Pokemon Shield, and Violet. So that's impressive. Uh huh. Yeah. And Violet, uh, you returned it. It's all oh, yeah. like a list. But it still made. It still made my, <laughs> my number three. Because that's how, how little, little I played my Switch. So yes. I was looking at my time, and it's like all my playtime was in January and then like November and December. So. Yeah. <laughs> when did you play Sword and Shield? Uh, I played it all the way back in January. Okay. Getting ready for... Getting ready for Arceus, I see. Yeah, for Legends and stuff. Yeah. So. Okay. So let's do it. Uh, or John, do you have anything from your recaps that you're not sure if you saved any of that data? Uh, I just logged in to the Nintendo website and uh, most played Splatoon 3, Splatoon 2. So Splatoon 2 is below Splatoon 3. It is, which is kind of weird. It is. Because um, you've been playing Splatoon 2 st- you know, steadily. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to release some of these things. <laughs> um... Horizon Chase Turbo played like that was my top game in January. Played like five hours of that in January. That's a racing game. That if you guys haven't played it, it's really good. Actually, a racing game. Okay, if you're into arcade racers. Yeah. Uh, looks like 
Legends Arceus is a top game. No, that's nothing else. Okay. I played a lot, apparently, in 64, because I was playing through Banjo-Kazooie in the summer. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, because it came out on... Uh, this was the first year with N64, right? I on think Switch. so, the first full year, at least. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah. We're that's still waiting really looks for the like. GoldenEye drop, I think. Yes, we are. When is that happening? Come on. I don't really care anymore, because I got it on my emulator. Well, if you get it on the Switch, we can play online. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think this emulator lets you mod and add online play. With Nintendo to... Switch Online, though? Probably not. No, well, with... No, with other emulators. Okay. I did not think of an emulator. It seems too complicated. You got a computer, right? Oh, wait, you don't <laughs> I have, have an I've had. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's a computer, John? Yeah. <sighs> Something. Oh. Well, oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> um, hey there. So the video version, you guys see my cats. cat <laughs> You're going to get canceled for that. That's what happens. Uh, Anal abuse if you grab my cat. Your what's the guy's name? Uh, <laughs> the Tiger King. Tiger King, yeah. <laughs> Tiger King, Kitty King. Uh, she she likes being picked up every now. Um, it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah clearly. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to play the GoldenEye with the N64 controller from Nintendo, so it'll be a good time. Yes, that will be cool. Um that will be cool. Sweet. Um, it'll, it'll be weird playing online multiplayer with split screen, though, because apparently it's going to still have split screen. Yeah, we can but look at the other screens. Is that like... You can just look at your screen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's the classic fun. way of playing, you know. I guess so, yeah. Remember, I love the Perfect Dark had that weapon that you just stand still and shoot through walls. The Kali- the, well, there was like the, three of them. There was one in particular... This alien gun, it just the far sight, the far sight, far sight. Yes, that oh thing my was gosh, far sight. Yeah. I, I love like the laptop thing. gun. Oh, the laptop gun was good too. And the calypso, I think. Yeah, the calypso. Yeah, the calypso you, was you a could cool shoot through gun. doors as well. Yeah, yeah. but the far sight, you could shoot through the cool. entire map pretty much. It was wild. Yeah, talk about OP weapons. That thing was not balanced at all. So, what if you had two people? You would have one person. You could go into the facility map. Yeah, and. Uh, or in that one that was called Felicity. And um, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my God. And you would have one person stand at the bathroom door with either the Farsight or the Calypso and just like shoot through the door and kill all the, all the perfect Sims. And they would just like stack up at the door. And then, <laughs> yes, and then like yes. every once in a while, <laughs> you would have someone come in with um, or through up uh, like the vents. So you would have someone at the back watching the vents, just in case one the person. Perfect Sims in. were so bloody difficult. Yeah, they're so. Good. I don't understand how no other game has copied the sim, like strike the sim mechanism. Like, yeah, that's not a thing What's, in our games, really. Yeah, yeah. And there was one that was like a uh, what's it called the Venge Sim. Was that like the highest yes. one? Yeah, yeah. They come after you. They're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they're yeah, they kill it. Yeah. It tries to get you. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, they just come after you. Come after you. I know. Why is this not a thing? Like the... exactly, it was so good even back then. Like just yeah. imagine now. Use the, uh, all the things you could Shadow do. of Mordor uh, AI for that kind of tech. That'd be good. Yeah. Anyway, oh, is there good? Is there good AI in Shadow of Mordor? Yeah, the Lord of the Rings games, that's what they were known for, right, Aaron? Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would know. learn the way that you fight, 
and uh, you had to like change up your tactics. Really? Yep. That's cool. So um, let's get to our favorite games of the year, and let's start with honorable mentions, um, if we have any. Yeah. Aaron, would you like to begin with your first honorable mention? Um, yeah, yeah, I have uh, The Quarry as mine. Um, this game was one of those like movie games is the best way to describe it. I love it. movie games. You know? Yeah. You just kind of sit back and just like make choices along the way. This one was really cool. I played it on my PC um, over the summer, and uh, the graphics are pretty insane. It was literally like watching a movie. And I was impressed the whole time with like ray tracing on and all that good stuff. How does it compare to Until Dawn? I have never played Until Dawn. Oh, Aaron, that needs to be on your short list. I think that's on the PS Plus collection as well. Yeah, I think I have it in my my stuff, but yeah, I've never played it. That should be on your short list. That's a good one. Uh, same developer. That's what I was asking. Mm, okay, uh, I'm curious about the quarry. Any other honorable mentions? Uh, no. Okay. What to you, Johnny? Honorable mentions that didn't make your, your top five. Uh, the honorable mention I have for top five, or that isn't in my top five, would probably be uh, Tetris Effect. Okay. You played this on the Switch. I played this on Switch. I haven't played too much of it, so, you know, I can't, I didn't, like, complete or anything. Yeah. Uh, didn't make it to the top five because, again, there's other things I played I think I like more. Um, and more of, but this game, like, if you like Tetris, I could totally recommend this. It's like therapy. To anybody. Yeah, it's really good. Really good music, good visuals, a lot of fun. You can get lost in it. Especially That's what you want if you have an OLED switch. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's great uh, in PSVR, and I really hope they update this for PSVR too. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I have a couple honorable mentions. Um, for Switch, Mar- Mario St- Mario uh, Mario Strikers Battle League. Oh, I really enjoyed this game, and especially shined um, during like a wedding week where I brought it, and we were playing multiplayer, local multiplayer with Mario Strikers. Still, lots of fun, and I lost a lot because I'm not that great at sports games, evidently. That's really the only play, the way to play that game. I feel like yeah. is local yeah. multiplayer. It's great. In fact, isn't that the only? Isn't that the only? Uh, there <laughs> is a single player mode. mode it's not very deep. There's no story, but there are tournaments. I have beaten the main <laughs> tournaments, and then once you beat those, there are harder, harder tournaments that I have not beaten because they're just very difficult. Um, but yeah, uh, and they've been adding characters to it throughout the year. Um, yeah, I mean the gameplay self is good I just wish there was more of a story mode um my other honorable mentions Horizon Forbidden West really loved the story in this game and you know doing at the very end of the game you do something I was imagining throughout the entire game and it's prequel of us being able to do and you finally are able to do it um this ability was spoiled in a trailer for the DLC I won't say anything else outside of that um, but super solid characters and story and gameplay. Um, yeah. You know, that game or like that series makes me think like they just came out at poor times because Elden the first Ring one, and Zelda. Yeah. It's like if they just would have had, I don't know, just like pushed them a little bit, they probably would have won a lot more like awards. People will be talking about them a lot more. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I, it'd be funny if the DLC got delayed until May with uh, Breath of the Wild 2. 
That'd be hilarious yeah. to me. But I, I don't think they'll make that mistake. <laughs> and then my final honorable mention is Vampire Survivor for iOS. Um, this was close to making my my top five, quite honestly. Um, it, the gameplay loop is just so satisfying. Uh, and on the yeah. phone, it translates really well. Like, it's a single stick that you control virtually or works with the backbone. And that's a really cool experience on the backbone. But just touch screen wise, it actually works well. At the beginning, it took me a good couple hours to like understand, okay, I'm dying really easily. What what's going on here? And then I finally he finally clicks and I, I did a run where I got through all thirty minutes. And then you start powering things up and leveling your character up over time, the carryover run to run. And I'm at the point where I can play this and I feel like a god, you know, 15 minutes into it and I'm just like demolishing these waves of enemies. And there's different power-up combos with the weapons. They merge into different weapons and it's just such a satisfying um, ride of just you're, you're this character that's surviving these these uh, these vampires and other enemies. Um, vampire survivor. And uh, it just it, it just so it's so simple and so well done. Uh and it's entirely free on iOS and the developer went to great lengths to make sure it wasn't an annoying mobile game. Uh you have to seek out the ad if you would like to watch an ad, but it's not in your face, it's just a little tiny button that you can click if you want an extra revive or some gold. But that's it. Um so really good there. Yeah, uh, I have been playing this game on PC uh, since it since it launched earlier this year, and it's a lot of fun. I think it was uh, it was only like two dollars, and maybe like one dollar through Steam. Okay, um, and yeah, the only thing I like about it more than uh, like the mobile version is that you get to see more on like the sides. Yeah, so you kind of get to plan out your path a little more when mm-hmm. you're moving, especially with when you're care like when you're starting out and. You have some of those like stronger waves, where, like the enemies take multiple hits. You can kind of choose where you're going to be walking more than on the phone. So. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, and I imagine iPad would be similar experience with the bigger screen a bit, but even better with the you know 27 inch monitor. I'm sure. Yeah, and that's your number five, right? Uh, that is yes, it is my number five. So barely made the list there, but. I played a lot. Played a lot this year. I imagine it this was one of those... great with like a single joystick, like a flight control stick. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that could be fun. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty fun to just like hop in that game because it's really quick to launch. You can just get in and just start running around, and like you know that it's only going to last up to thirty minutes since there's yes. a time limit on on each of the levels. So evidently, cool. you can beat the boss that kills you after thirty minutes. It's like it... you can, yeah. Which is wild. It, yeah. it reminds me of like, let me beat the boss at the end of Ski Free, the monster that chases you. Like, let me kill that. Yeah. <laughs> I've not not done it yet, but um, do you have a favorite weapon combo? Um, I like mainly like um, like the garlic, um, and the one that kind of goes on like a vertical line and shoots like sparkle stuff. Pretty much any of the stuff that's uh, like the AOE. I like uh, okay. the, the Bible water. one. Um. No, not the holy water because that one's kind of random. It just like yeah, puts well like once you get that one maxed out, it's pretty nice. Yeah, because I'll just but, walk into the holy water spots and hang out there yeah. as like a protective zone. 
I um, think the best combo is the uh, the Bible, the garlic, and like the holy water all maxed out because you can just stand still. Yes, yes, yeah. I love uh, the maxed out knives and the wand, which are infinite uh, shooting. Those are nice, and the axe does so much damage after it's maxed out into the cleaver thing. Yeah, like the axe is just wild once it's maxed out. Um, yeah, and sometimes, uh, well, I mean, pretty much uh, like different characters, you want to be using like different weapons because they have uh, certain bonuses yeah. for different things. So. I prefer starting with garlic because that helps you max out your character faster. Because at the beginning, garlic is the most useful for just killing the low level enemies. Yeah. The problem though, to start with the garlic, if you choose that guy, is he's slow. So it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you got to get some speed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, but very it's cool. a lot of fun. Uh, John, you're number five. Number five uh, for me is Gran Turismo 7. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Yes. Um, apparently, I used, if you asked me a while ago, even a couple of years ago, I'd say I'm not that big into racing games. This is like I'd a serious like racing game where you're, it's like the love of the car kind of thing. It is, yeah. It's a serious racing game, and I really, really like it. But I'm also noticing, like, I have a lot of racing games I've been playing lately. I've been playing this. I've been playing the Grand, uh, the Horizon Turbo. Mm-hmm. I've been playing another game that's on the list that that's up higher. Yep. But this one, this one is just like, man, you could just put this on and kind of forget you're playing a game. You yeah. Just, you're look, you know, everything's so good looking. It's relaxing. Um, most of the time is relaxing. Yep. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it's too relaxing because you're like, is this even a game anymore? Am I? It's <laughs> the I'm one thing that circles, it gets super challenging because but... they always start you in the back of the line, no matter how yes. well you do. Um, you're always in the back working your way through. But and, it, and it's good because you actually have to know a little bit about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not just like pick the best looking car and hit go and go fast. You know, yeah. it's like, oh man, no this uh, this PT Cruiser actually beats out this other car. In a lot of regards, like you know, it's it's much more nuanced and interesting than just uh, the arcade racers that I'm used to. But just for like the sheer beauty of it, like yeah. I I could play this all day. And the haptics um, feel so good. The haptics, literally, I was about to say, yeah, the haptics feel great. The controls feel great, and they kind of inform really the gameplay pink- too. It's like another level of visual. You also have the feel. Oh, I'm about to spin out. This controller's telling. Yeah, me. yeah, definitely. The resistance and the triggers is great. Yeah, it's all really cool. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, uh, I think I got the version that came with, cause I think there's different versions maybe probably that have different, I got the one it was on sale. It came with like everything, I think. Oh, so nice. I don't know. Uh, because there's, uh, there, I haven't seen any like in-app purchases or anything like that. So I don't know if there's something like that in the version, there I are, get, but yeah, yeah. That's but you can also knock all that stuff just through gameplay. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, good. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been really cool. Very cool. So, yeah, one of my favorite courses in that is the dirt course where you're in the truck. You just fly and yeah. uh, jumping around in the truck. It feels so out of place that game, but it feels so good. God, that reminds me of it. Reminds me of Excite Truck for the Wii. I don't know if yeah. you ever played oh, Excite yeah. Truck. It's a good one. That game was awesome. But yeah, uh, Gran Turismo. So, um, PSVR two will have full support in this game. Would you want to go in VR in this game? I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, because you get the, the head haptics then too. The know. movie. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know, I'll have I'll have my VR unit, and you know, you'll need to come up and experience it and yeah. see if it's worth it. You know? I could bring the copy. Yeah. Um, I have I have a GT Seven as well. Yeah, I'm not big when I play racing games in the cockpit view. Normally, I'm not either. And I'm yeah. I'd imagine VR will force you in the cockpit mode. Although I, I have like seen will. a lot of good VR games that are third person, like Astrobot. So uh, I'm curious if they will give the option to go third person in VR. I don't know. Their whole their whole thing is like realistic. Everything's is. super realistic. Is, yeah. I feel like you're gonna make me I kinda, like, I, feel like I'm in, in the VR, car. I kind of am tempted like to get a wheel and the the pedals and stuff. <laughs> but I'd want a wheel that has haptics like the controller because the controller haptics are so good. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool to try, but I'm not sure it'd be something. I dig and and do every day. Right. I mean, it might be my maybe maybe, maybe. It's super cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the PlayStation VR. No one does yet. It comes out. No one does. Yeah. New one's not out. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I was thinking maybe the old one would work with the new one, but they're not going to do that. Why would they do no, that? They're I mean, make the, you the new old one. <laughs> one works with the PS5 through a, an adapter for the camera, which I have. Um, uh, but okay, GT7, okay. I don't think will be updated to support it's gonna that. It's going to require the new yeah. one. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're advancing pretty quick, so hopefully, it's, you know, it's got all the head tapping and all that in the new one. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's cool. If you like really realistic racers, yeah, this it's is the one. Yeah, this is my first GT game I've ever played, and I love it. So yeah, so I, mean, I know it's not a new game. Yeah, this is the first one I played since like the PS2. Yeah, which. Back then, you got the Gran Turismo for PS2 because, again, it was like, this thing looks way better than everything mm-hmm. else. Like, you know, PS2, check it out. Yeah. So I pretty much got this for the same reason. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's um, a show. Just it's it a looks show so good. the PlayStation, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the last one I played was on PS1, the old Gran Turismo. Oh. <laughs> the original. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was fun back then. It was like so. three, I think, for PS2, I think. I don't remember. It might have been two or three. Was the first one I played, yeah. and the last one I've. <laughs> so my number five is Pokemon Violet, showpiece of graphical fidelity as is Gran Turismo. Oh, it's, only, it's number five. Okay, it's number five. It was higher by list, and then I started playing um, Persona, and um, I had I had a moment where it's like, damn, Persona's so good. I got to move Pokemon way down. Made the you list. Mean all the other games worked, and you weren't able to get that one. You know, it made the list. Uh, no criteria really did. for this list. <laughs> so I'm the only one here that has actually. Well, Aaron, you played it. Um, uh huh. It's true. John has not played it. Um, I have not. But I had a really amazing experience with this game. I did not have the graphical hitches that everyone had. Um, it really was a fun experience. I had a few, you know, funny glitches and stuff like that. But overall. Hell of experience, like uh, the new monster designs, top notch. Like one of the best generations by far, as far as the new monsters. Uh, this is one of the few Pokemon games I've done. The complete Pokedex from this region. Um, I have complete living Pokedex, as many people know, but I've I've often done that through getting just the monsters of that generation, the new ones, uh, not every single one available in the game. So this time I have done that uh, and. That was a really cool experience, chasing them all down, doing the trading with other people. Um, and that's um, and this, the the approach of discovering this world was really fun. They don't tell you where to go, so I was encountering 
some creatures and bosses earlier than I should have, and it made for a challenge, and I had to enjoy the challenge, and they give you a map at the end of the game. Here's your order. You did things, so you can kind of compare it to how other people experienced the game. That's um, cool. Yeah. And um, kind of, they had, like, um, they had the the team uh, rocket equivalent of these different areas where your Pokemon are kind of like... Team Star. Team Star, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, they had these fights where you're, like, um, entering these areas and your Pokemon's kind of free-roaming and attacking. Then you, you know, finish it up with a boss fight, fighting this big car type thing. And they had some cool ideas, I think, in this one. Um, and it really evolved from Arceus to, I think, kind of a realization of what this could be in a full-fledged Pokemon game. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm curious to see what they do next, kind of building on this and cleaning up the tech, because uh, it is... Uh, it's not perfect by any means, but it is fun. Um, and this game proves that even a game that is not a technical masterpiece can still be a great deal of fun and joy. So, uh, Pokemon Violet. If I had a tier list for the worst games of <laughs> all time, it would definitely be on there. Oh, no, that's However, real. I had so much fun though, Aaron, with this. Oh, I think I think your Switch is just cursed and doesn't perform well. No, I think I just have a first gen Switch, and they just didn't optimize it. I think that's must be it. Yeah, I think a lot of people with the with like the day one switches were having issues. I talked to a friend that has the um, the battery upgrade switch, the one point five, not the OLED, yeah. but the one, and he had a great experience as well with this. No big graphical things that were bothering him with his gameplay. So I think the Bosch Day Switch is just... Huh, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Well, I do need a new one. I mean, it is kind of um, aged. I mean, you can definitely tell by looking at it. You need it one for Zelda, through man. some stuff. You need I mean, one for I, Zelda. I took that thing around with me for like two years, like everywhere. So Did you see the leaks of the Zelda one? The OLED Zelda one? Oh, No. no. Yeah, there's apparently going to be an OLED Zelda one. That does not surprise me at all. Leaked online, yeah. They're like white Joy-Con with gold, you know, Ooh. on them and stuff, yeah. You know what a soft you am for unique controllers. Well, there you go. I, I, I can't do it, though. $350 I can't do it. I have my OLED. I have, get a Steam I ha- deck I have Zelda Joy-Cons already from the last Zelda game that came out, the blue ones, the gold trim, so I can't do it again. Um, Anyways. But, you know... My number four was the other good Pokemon. Oh, game yeah. I didn't even think of that. This is just merging really well. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus. Whatever. Arceus is how I. Arceus, yeah. That one was a lot of fun. I just remember like my whole month of January, I was playing that game pretty much from like when it came out until uh, like Elden Ring came out. I was playing that. So, it was a good one. Yeah. Did you uh, finish the story in it? I did finish the story, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought it was, it was, it was um, definitely less ambitious than I thought uh, Violet, but I think it executed very well. Yeah, I feel like the story allowed me to focus on really what I wanted to do was just like go around and collect certain Pokemon and stuff and look for shinies yeah. and all that stuff. And then whenever I got kind of bored, I could just go do a couple of stories and then just go back to. And I love that you could just throw the Pokeball. And not yeah. even battle things. That's great. Yeah. And that you could kind of like target what you're looking for. So when you like you knew where they spawned or whatever, you could like uh they had like the mass outbreaks and things like that. That was a lot of fun. 
Very cool. Anything else worth saying on that one? It it uh played. It played. Whereas <laughs> played. I couldn't it say ran. that. It ran. Yeah. It ran. <laughs> I couldn't say that about the other you one. You had more than two frames a second on your switch. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Uh four for John. Four four is kind of weird for me. <laughs> four is weird for me because I was trying to. I have these two games that. I want to put on the list, but uh-huh. I decided to put them together because they kind of go together for two reasons. Yes. Both because they're super arcadey, uh-huh. and both because I played a lot with my brother this year. Okay. Um, me and my brother got back into the, the playing video games together, like physically in person. That's this awesome. thing we, we used to do as kids. Yeah, that's and awesome. We now have, like, you know, his kids go to sleep, I come over, um, you know, we play games. Pretty cool. Um, so number four is a tie between uh, Cruise and Blast which is really a lot of fun if you like racing games. Yeah. Uh, arcade racing games. And Shredder's Revenge, Ooh, which came out. And yes. which is really, really good. And it's really, really good with someone there with you playing just yeah. like in the arcade. But it looks so good because it's doing all the money notes. That's all the new one, techniques. Right? It's the new one, yeah. yes. It is awesome. It's a good year for Turtles. Oh, man, it's a great year for Turtles, and Turtles are going to have a great year coming up because they got the new animated movie coming out, nice, which is styled after the original comics, so it's supposed to look really, really more, you know, uh, like the Ninja Turtles did when we grew up. Um, But yeah, Shredder's Revenge, totally worth picking up. Uh, You know, it's not going to be the longest game, like you could probably play through most of it in like an hour, a couple hours sitting, I think. Um, we got through most of it just in one night. Yeah. Um, but we, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and Cruising Blast, again, if you have some friends to play with and you want something that feels like arcadey, that game is fun. You know, it's at, you unlock all sorts of vehicles, uh, uh, like a helicopter, a, a flying saucer. <laughs> you know, you're racing a flying saucer against people. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. So awesome. Yeah, those cruising games are always fun at uh, like the arcade. I always thought, but I don't know how well I would enjoy it as like, you know, whenever I'm at home, I did feel like never, I wouldn't have the same incentive. Did you play never it. play Cruising USA on N64? I, I did a little bit, but it wasn't something I felt like I could, you know, jump in and play for a long period of time. It was it's just, not, no. yeah, it was just kind of <laughs> like, oh, I'll, I'll do this for a few minutes and then just move on. Yeah. The thing about Cruising, the old ones is the pop in is oh, so, yeah. because they're trying to make it like run at 60, like. They literally had the things appear like yeah, like right in front of you. In front of you. Yeah, sometimes I would go off the track and all of a sudden the tree just right in front the of me. The tree appears in front of you. Oh man! <laughs> one um, one game I wish they would come out with is a modern version of Road Rash. Something really yeah. satisfying about being on a motorcycle with the bats or nunchucks, just whacking people trying to pass. I you. forgot about that. Road Rash sixty four. What a classic! Yeah. Oh my gosh. That should come back. I don't know if that would be like, I don't know, canceled because it's like violent. Because it's violent. No. <laughs> Call of Duty. Violence, violence is okay. Yeah. yeah violence is all right. Just not sexual. You just can't be sexual in America. You can be violent. That's true. Yeah. true. But you have to cover every inch of the body. That's how we are in America. <laughs> uh, number four for me is a game that was. It used to be my number two, and then I played some more stuff and had some more introspective <laughs> moments. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is my number four. 
I really enjoyed the heck out of this game. Really solid game. Really incredible story. Um, really good gameplay. And it's, it's, it's it runs great on the Switch. It's beautiful on the Switch. Um, both handheld and docked. Like, this is a, a marvel of what you can do on a Switch. And uh, I wish I could have put it higher, but I think some of the other games are more servant here. Um, but um, that said, um, this is like, I think the best overall Xenoblade game as far as combination of gameplay, story, um, and just the, the characters in general and everything. Uh, Xenoblade 1 will always be special to me, but um, I think if I'm being honest, this is the just the pinnacle of, of what they've done here. Um, and uh, and those, those flutes, man. Those flutes are... The music's really good. You saw in the game awards, the flutes they're off the off the chain. Oh yeah, yeah, the flute guy. Yeah, they handmade. Is that guy they, in the game? Well, they handmade flutes. <laughs> the composer had enough pull where they had these custom made like ten thousand dollar flutes uh, created for this game. So what? Like, yeah, it's kind of wild. Look it up online. There's there's a whole story about the composer um, creating these flutes. That's crazy. Um, and the flutes are physical embodiments of flutes that appear in the game, uh, which is really yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, really solid game. Um, it, it fixes a lot of the things that 2 did wrong. I love 2. I think I like 2's story a bit better, how connected. Um, but 3 brought in some really wild things that brought together the first 2 into this one in some cool ways. Um, yeah, uh, so Xenoblade, I think that's all I have to say on that one. Solid, solid JRPG. And uh, a very long game, but not the longest game on my list uh, so far. It's like the year of RPGs for you. It really is, looking back at it, yeah. But you still haven't played Final Fantasy. I've never touched a Final Fantasy. Well, I have played, <laughs> I played uh, like two hours of 7 Remake. I need to get back to that one. Yeah. Yeah. So Aaron, we're up to your number uh, three here. Yeah, number three. I already talked a bit about this one, but The Witcher 3. Um, I mean, The Witcher 3, number three. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So this one, um, although it came out a long time ago, I did just really get into it at the end of last year. But it also did come out with the the next-gen update, their 4.0 patch. Um, So, yeah, it's been, uh, been pretty fun. Uh, I'm kind of dreading, like I was saying, going back into it, though. So, yeah, it's going to be a while. A breather might you know be you, good. You know you love a game when you're dreading to go back into it. <laughs> well, I, I do really like the game. Uh, three hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like I 103 know. hours, and then I'm like, okay, <laughs> do I want to spend at least another 100 hours in here? I, I would know, take a breather, but... Aaron. I can't imagine going the New Ugh. Game Plus for Persona 5 right now after doing what I did with that. Um, even yeah, though I I'm loved just... it, you just need a breather, I think. Yeah, but there's so much more story that I haven't even touched with the DLC and all the side quests. Like, I feel like it might give me a whole new experience. Like, yes, you know, and I'm, yeah. No, I would, I would personally hold off for that experience, have a different experience, <laughs> come back for that experience. Yeah, after we'll like you do like a quick ten hour game, just to yeah. cleanse the palate, as they say. Yeah, yeah, that might be good. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's really good. I definitely recommend it. It's it's like a huge game. Um, I think it's a really good um, like value, especially on sale. 
So I picked it up for, I think like $30 and yeah, that's what I picked yeah. up at as well. Yeah. So I'm still waiting for that one. Play this cause there's a lot of stuff on the playlist. So very yeah. cool. John, you're number three. Uh, number three, many motorways. Another racing game. No, it's not a racing it's game. It's not a racing game. <laughs> it is a... Oh, the management. It is a, yeah, it is kind of a resource management simulator type puzzle game, if that makes any yeah. sense. Um, where you're building motorways uh-huh. and you have to manage the traffic and there's different color cars and you have to manage the cars going from one place to the other. I guess work from home uh-huh. back and forth. Um and if you don't manage it well, they get overflowed and stopped up in one spot and you lose. And you just have to keep building and building and you earn more different roads. You can do roundabouts, uh, four-way stops, um, and of course motorways where you can link, you know, highways together. And it's just really fun and relaxing. And like, if you just want to put something on and not think very much, this is the, like, this is my dream. Like, <laughs> just something simple like this. Um, the visuals are really great. Love it. Um, really clean, modern looking, not like graphically heavy. This was Switch? But uh, it's they have it on Switch. I play it on iOS okay. and um, on my Mac a little yeah. bit, but mostly on my iPad. Oh, Apple Arcade? It is an Apple Arcade game, I think, too. Okay. Yeah, but I think you can also get it now in other places. Okay, cool. I think it's one of those Apple Arcade games where you can get it outside of Apple Arcade, but you also get it if you're in our Apple Ar- if you're in Apple Arcade. Like they have a paid version outside. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, pretty sure it's for Switch too. Let me see. Get it. Um. So this is yeah. a Zen management game, not a hectic. Oh, this is a Zen, not this a is hectic. Not hectic. Like, I'm well, get kind of hectic. Okay. Uh, um, but I find it very Zen. Yeah. Because I like managing stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Sim, like I love Sim City, Sim games, uh, things like that. Yeah. Mini Motorways is on Switch. It is $15 on Switch. Okay. Probably just recommend if you have a phone getting it on. Well, it's a pretty non annoying phone game as far as it's no, no, no. No, no, I don't think there are any in-app purchases. Um, okay. But it's perfect for touch, which is why it's on Switch, because you're just touching parts of, okay. you know... You know, you're... Oh, I can't do this. I'm blind. Right. Um, okay. You know, <laughs> you're connecting things in the city to each other. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Cool. There, there you go. Yeah, Mini Motorway. Yeah. yeah. So my it's num- worth playing. My number three is Kirby in the Forgotten Land. This is... Oh, I forgot uh, that came out this year. This is the this is the game Kirby needed to reinvigorate the series. Um, so Kirby is a game that you just smile the entire time you're playing it. It's just a game. It's like it's like joy bottled up inside a video game. It's, it's basically Kirby. It's like encapsulated joy, and this game just just reeks of joy. It's just like joy all over the place. So the, the creativity just never stops. It just continues every level or something unique and delightful about it. And this game, many levels put uh, the souls warden games, uh, to, to, um, you know, to a fight. It, it gets challenging towards the end. Like some of these levels in the end game and towards the end are bloody difficult for a Nintendo game. If it's on just the regular, I had it on the, um, 
the harder mode. I forget what it was called. It was kind of a funny name for hard mode, but um, it gets hard. Um, so Kirby does have its challenge in this game towards the end there. And uh, just endlessly delightful of Kirby swallowing cars and wheels and all sorts of stuff, transforming in different ways. And uh, just endlessly delightful. And uh, a game I think I'll come back to at a certain time to just re-experience it. Because every now and then you just need a, a smile from Kirby. And that's what this game brings you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's getting like a re-release or like deluxe edition. No, next year is a remake of the Wii game. The Return to Dreamland is next year. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Okay, or in yeah, February. So coming soon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the that's actually a pretty good Kirby game. That's the one yeah. that came out really late. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah like, I'm excited for that last Wii. Wii yeah, games. yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that one. But oh, this is this was like cool. the Mario Odyssey of Kirby games. Um, so it's yeah, it's okay. a special moment for Kirby. I hope they continue on with this trajectory because I think it sold really well. Really. Really good direction of Kirby, having this more open world type thing. Open level, I should say. Um but yeah, I'm excited for the new Kirby coming out this year. The new the new old Kirby. Cool. So we get to uh Aaron's number two. Get into the final ones here. Oh yeah. My number two is the old God of War. And I just counted them both since I, I just experienced them both for the I first like that. time. I like that, yeah. Yeah. And it is kind and- of one story and piece. Um it is really, yeah, because when you complete the first one, there's like a little dream sequence or whatever, and um, it says three years later. I know that was something that you missed in your first playthrough, I thought, I, or, or maybe. I didn't notice the three years later part. I know yeah. a certain character shows up, and he was scary and kind of drunk. Um, yeah, and then you like... Like right after that scene, it like cuts to black and it says three years later, and then that's when you open up to just like the open world. So you're just like doing your stuff. And I then, totally missed that. Yeah, yeah. And then when the second game starts, you have that dream happens, or like the dream comes to life. Yeah. So you are actually seeing three years in the future. And that's it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's neat. But uh, both gameplay and story hooked you on these. Yeah, um, the the story, I think, was a lot better than, like, the gameplay because I was expecting the gameplay to be more, like, classic God of War that I was used to where it's yep. just, like, you know, just a bunch of kind of chaos, like, um, just mashing buttons and stuff. But this yeah. one was more about, like, um, kind of your character building and uh, creating like your own kind of build. The combat was a little bit slower, but it was still fun and challenging. Um, It looks really good, especially uh, the second one, God of War Ragnarok. Um, It was fun getting the Platinums on that. Yeah, Yeah, you got both of them, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I got the Platinum Ragnarok. I still need to go back to the first one, get the Platinum there. Um, Yeah. Did the surprise halfway through the first game, was that a surprise to you? When that moment happened? I don't remember a surprise halfway through. Okay. You can just say, I mean, the game's <laughs> three, four yeah, years old, so five years old. So for God of War 2018, uh, yeah. the moment when you go back to your house to retrieve your Blades of Chaos. Oh. oh um, yeah. So I had already <laughs> known that you were going to get those you weapons did. at some point. Okay. Um, I think I had seen some stuff, like some some combat where he was using them. So I knew it was coming at some point. 
Um, but I really liked the lead up to it because Wasn't you that didn't so great. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you like hop in this boat and you're going down this river and he's just like having these like thoughts, kind of like talking to himself and hearing things from the previous games, like where like Athena's talking to him and stuff. It was it was really cool. Yeah. Did we spoil that for you, John? No, yeah, it's all. Oh, okay. it's ruined. Okay, well, I will. Even if I played the game, I would not remember. I mean, dude, you never you just said. you never played the originals, did you? Nope, 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 nope. Okay. I missed out on the whole God of War. Yeah, before well, twenty eighteen came out, yeah. I actually played the original trilogy, and they they they're still kind of fun today. I enjoyed this, um, especially three. Three holds up especially well because there was a PS four remake of the third game that looks great still. Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, John, you're number two. Uh, number two. Uh, number two is, uh, for me, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Very cool. And, uh, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, it was, um... This is your first game on the PlayStation 5, right? This was the first game I played on the PS... Well, it, Yes, yeah, I, I'd say I say that's accurate. It's the one I dived into the most, the ones that connected with the yeah. most out of all the ones I got at first. Um, just because it looks so good, like, you know, it was one of those things where I was, like, coming from the Switch as my main console to a PS5, <laughs> and I'm playing Mike Miles Morales, I'm like, wow, look at this, look at this. this is amazing. This, yeah. Um, and on top of that, it is a really fun game. I enjoyed going through it. Um, I even stuck around and did some of the, you know, some of the, missions and stuff afterwards you know i got I think like 80 something percent completion yeah. just because i was having so much fun slinging around and doing these missions and the combat's really good um yeah like i got got me excited about spider-man i used to be in spider-man as a kid the last <laughs> spider-man game i played was probably like the game boy color spider-man um it's been a while so i'm gonna go back and play the first one or you know the one before this yeah gotta be ready um, for spider-man 2 Coming out in the fall. And then exactly. Spider-Man 2 will come out and I'll be ready for yeah. it. Yeah. And I'll play that. So, yeah. Um, you swing around yeah, the city I'm, just feels so good. It just feels so good. Yeah. And the suits, there's so many different cool suit options. Like, there's just a lot in this game. Um, and it's just a nice, compact story. I think it's like eight hours. It's a good story. It flows really well. I think, you know, there's no again, fluff. coming from Switch, this is a very cinematic experience. You know, you're jumping in and out from cutscenes into, you know, fighting and action and stuff like that where, you know, it just feels really good. So I'm not sure how this one is. I'm sure it's pretty similar to the first one, but one of the things I was noticing in the first one on PC is that I would do a little bit of story and then I would kind of get lost in just going around the city and doing like the the side stuff like the those little crime things and all that. And then once I went back to the quest, I totally forgot what was going on in the story. <laughs> so, yeah. This one's story is pretty straightforward because it's kind of a thing between Miles and his a good friend of his, yeah. the, the relationship, and kind of discovering, you know, who who they who that person really is. Um and you know who kind of who I guess Miles really is because he learns about his stuff about his uncle too. You know the you know, um, but yeah, it's the story not you know it's not like nothing to write home about. Like, yeah, because it's a pretty you know 
textbooks, comic, comic book story. So I could definitely see like if I left the game, came back within a week, I'd be like, all right, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Um, definitely plenty of moments where you could drop off and, and, and there's not like a big, there's the moments aren't leaving you like, wow, I got to you know, I really, it's not story driven. I think yeah. it's more like action driven, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, there's nothing where you're going to walk away and go, I really got to continue because the story's so good. You're going to want to keep going because the gameplay is really good and it's just fun to, to yeah. be in the game. Um, yeah, I played this how on I um, PS4 about it, yeah. Pro. I didn't play either of the Spider-Man's on PS5. I should probably boot that up oh. and see how that is. Yeah, no, it was it was, yeah. it was good. I got the PS5 version. Um, it came, it was pretty good price. It came with both games yeah, you for get like the 50, 60 uh, edition, bucks yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, so it wasn't bad. Like, I think that's totally fair yep. for getting two games. Yeah, I need to go back and experience those again before Spider-Man 2, I think. But yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool to see, like, the Majora's Mask formula kind of come back. They have, like, the main game, and then you kind of have, like, a spinoff come out, like, yeah. pretty soon after, which is, like... Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah. Insomniac is a marvel as far as, like, pumping out the games. They had Spider... They had Spider-Man Miles Morales, then Ratchet and Clank, a, a Rift Apart, then Spider-Man 2 is going to be this year. They're working on Wolverine. Like, I don't know how they create these, you know, masterpieces. I mean, they're not... what happens when you get bought by Sony. I, I mean, <laughs> some studios take a good five, six, seven years to create their games in Sony. Yeah. But Insomniac, they're on top of it. They, they have a good pipeline. That's right in the name. That's why. Insomniac, they just yeah, they they're don't up all sleep. the time. There yeah. you go. Yeah, they don't sleep. <laughs> so my number two is a game I just finished, Persona Five Royal. Um, boy oh boy, is this an amazing game! Uh, my first Persona game I've ever played. I've always been curious about them, but never so curious to actually play them. Then I saw this on sale for twenty nine bucks on the Switch, and um, great. A console for this game, uh, the Switch and Persona. You know, a nice long game like this. Throw in sleep mode if you need to pause for a second. Because um, there are save rooms in Persona 5. So if you're not able to put your PS5 in like rest mode, that would be a problem trying to like put it down for a minute to go back to it. Um, and be able to just put your Switch in sleep, turn it back on, get going again. Um, the art style makes really good use of the OLED switch. Looks really beautiful. Um, in many moments of this game, it's kind of like a visual novel where um, it just looks, the art style just looks great as you're finishing a battle, something like that. Um, the story, uh, at first I thought was, this is an okay story, but by the end of this game, it gets so deep with these characters and uh, you can do these like love interest things, and they accidentally, my character was um, a boyfriend of two characters uh, by the end of the game, and um, I didn't. And it seemed that everything was going well with that, but on Valentine's Day <laughs> roll around, and um, I had to not answer the phone for one of the girlfriends, and she got really angry at me, and I had and I had to make it up. For I guess in Japan, a month after Valentine's Day, there's this like holiday as well, and I had a super special date with her a month after, and all was forgiven pretty much. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
but um, the Royal Edition really does build on the base game. I was reading up on what it added, and the whole like end of the game is dramatically different. Like that final boss fight in the main game would end, and you know you think it'd be over. But with Royal, it kind of builds on this whole metaverse thing where you're going in. So these characters kind of can go into the metaverse to change people's hearts. So these evil people, uh, they can go inside their thoughts and kind of make make them see the error in their ways and make these bad people, uh, you know, realize how bad they are. And in this one, the the ending of Royal, you have to go in one final time to, to make things totally right. Um and I don't want to spoil the story, but um, it, it basically does this in a really smart way. There's a brand new character introduced in this game. This um, psychiatrist person that's like a uh, member of the school faculty. And he turns into a big character that did, didn't re- realize was like a new addition to this game, but totally he was. And um, the the palaces, the dungeon design of this final um you know, uh, dungeon was really smartly designed, really different um, as far as um, from the stuff that precedes it. Um, and that is another thing I really love about Persona Five is the the dungeons are also unique. There's not it's it's not it's not a copy cutter kind of like design. You know, you have a ship, you're on a literal ship for one of them, a casino for another. There's all these different really smart designs and. Um, that's something I really appreciated about it. And then, um, as you build up your character in the real world, you have these relationships as I was talking about. You can become a, a boyfriend, girlfriend with, with, uh, certain characters. Um, and you can build up good relationships, um, with like a parental figure as well. And, um, some of the social connections I didn't realize until I beat the main game. I stumbled across a couple. It's like, Oh, this would have been useful, like, for the first couple dungeons, but I had no idea this character was even here. So, like, if I did another playthrough, I'd probably approach it much differently with the social connections. Because um, I was approaching this game a lot from powering out my character in the gym. So, by the end of this game, I had maxed out HP of 999, um, and my SP was, like, 702 out of probably 999. Um, so my character was like a tank. He could handle anything. Um, but I probably would have done more time with some of the social connections if I had known they existed. Um, I kind of missed out on some of that stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, really incredible experience. It took me 104 hours to beat it. I was telling you guys in chat that uh, the final, final boss fight Royal had me so frustrated. Um, cause there were these regenerating enemies that you need to knock out to do damage to the main enemy. And then I realized um, I changed out my party and the characters I had in there were like super weak to the boss. So every time he'd attack, he'd get like two free bonus attacks after that, which just went away once it changed out the characters. So um, changing out the the, the, char- the party really uh, can make a difference in these RPGs, it turns out. Yep, gotta look at those weaknesses. Really do. So yeah, I guess that is all I'll say on Persona Five for now. Um, yeah, that game um, reminded me a lot of like Persona Four, kind of mixed with Psychonauts. Yeah. Um. So when like Psychonauts, you have to go into people's 
brains and kind of like like the level is based off of their their persona kind yeah. of and you have yeah so yeah and the persona they're like different almost like pokemon that you kind of like mesh with and they you do they do moves on your behalf um and yeah it's a it is a turn-based rpg so you can just put it down if it's your turn and no worry about time and stuff um I was looking at the time to beat on Persona 3 and 4, which are now out for Switch or soon will be. And there are only like 65 hours. It's like, oh, these are nice short Persona games compared to this 104 hour one. So I am tempted to play 4 and 3 at some point. Um, yeah, each one has been getting longer and longer, it appears, uh, which is interesting. So Persona 6, you know, I'm curious how long that game will be. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Persona, great game. Uh, Aaron, you're a number one. My number one, no surprise, is Elden Ring. Shocking. The greatest game ever made. Yes, agreed. Yeah, um, I played, I beat the game three times this year. Um, So, (laughs) I I played, (laughs) I played it first uh, when it came out. I played it second time on PC. Um, Then I few months went by and then I got my PS5 and then I was like well they play it again so <laughs> I buy it again well. and I platinumed it on PS5 and it's interesting because the more you play that game you just get so much better like you start just learning and the moves and like you know where to go and like so this time I was like I know exactly like the build I want so I was able to just go around to parts of the map exactly you know pick up the weapons I want and then it was like super easy mode. Like I was able to beat some of the bosses in like three hits that I had like super hard time on my first playthrough. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel so like good, isn't it? Yeah. I feel super powerful. And yeah. How many times did you beat uh, millennia? Uh, twice. Okay. So yeah, I did not beat her the first time through. I was like, I just yeah. couldn't do it. And I was just like, He's no. Turkey. Yeah. But the key to beating her is using magic. So if you yeah. use magic and just stay back, it's super easy. Especially if you use like uh, if you mix up a flask that will improve like your magic and stuff. So yeah, yeah. I think it did the hard way of having physical attacks. Yeah, yeah. It what I did done. is I I just put on like the heaviest armor, which made me like slow and everything. But you just stay back far enough, she can't even touch you. There you go. And you use, uh, like, the Mimic with, like, all the heaviest armor, too. And your Mimic just stands there and tanks yeah, everything. the Mimic is such a brilliant thing. <laughs> so you can load up your Mimic with certain uh, weapons. Yeah. And you can change, after the Mimic summoned, your weapons so you have different yeah. loadouts. But you gotta be fast. You do. You do. Yeah. There's no pausing in that game. That is the, the most frustrating thing about From Software games, <laughs> the no pausing. Yeah. I... I don't even know how I'd play that game, you know, really. But today, what? like, it'd be so hard. I'd, I'd need to, <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd quit every single time I need to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, you get pretty good at it. Like, you can move around when the menus are up. So, um, yeah, there's a little bit of translucent background, but it still kind of blocks out a lot of what you're seeing. So. Yeah. Uh, you enjoyed it. The most your first time through, or did the enjoyment? Oh yeah, that was one of those games. It's kind of like Breath of the Wild, where it's like your first experience. Everything's so new, and you know you can't really recapture that moment. Um, 
each time I've gone through it, I just can, I think back to the first time I experienced this thing and it was just like so crazy. I mean, it has one of those scenes where you walk out and you see the, the world for the first time, kind of yeah. like the breath of the wild reveal. And when you fight some of those bosses for the first time and are trying to learn all of their moves and stuff that can't really be, you know, like recreated again. And it's just like, so uh, like unique. It's, it's probably like one of those gaming experiences I will never forget. Whereas like breath of the wild is kind of faded now, but like Elden ring, I still think about that all the time and just how challenging it was mm-hmm. and like rewarding when you like finally figure something out and beat a boss or, find like a unique weapon that like someone else doesn't have it's pretty cool and uh there's a moment with involving an elevator that is also very um stunning to say the least an elevator yes i remember a couple of elevators in the game yes well yeah i think well, there's like three well the chat uh later about the elevator <laughs> yeah anyways um anything else at Elden? um i don't know it just I could go on and on about this game. It looks so good and it plays really well. Uh, yeah. Very cool. It would, I mean, it, it was one of the games that lived up to the hype. It actually like surpassed the hype, I believe. So certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. John, uh, you're number one. Can I guess? Splatoon three. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. See, John's it. is the only one that's not in our documents, so it's a total surprise. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yep. oops. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's a total surprise. But, but I, was able, <laughs> I was able to guess it, because of course, <laughs> uh, you're a Splatoon head. I mean, I guess I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, He's an inkling. I'm an inkling. I'm a, I'm a kid. I'm a squid. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, it's what I wanted. It's more, it's more Splatoon. Yeah. It's nothing radical. It's more and better. And so far, it seems better balanced. Um, you know, I'm really digging it. Really liking the, uh, the splat chest, splat fest, uh, you know, they've done so far. It's just, yeah, it's really good. I'm, I'm really happy with it. You know, I think by the time the fourth one rolls around, I'll be ready for a bigger change. But for this one, I'm really happy with that it's just more. And better, and that's what they did. <laughs> they didn't go and rewrite anything. It's just more, and it's better. Um, and that's all I wanted. So I'm happy. Okay. Yeah, and they're bringing back some of the original maps and stuff, and the se- seasonal yes. approach is a nice change. Seasonal approaches. It's been it's been pretty cool because um, there's like things now you can get uh, if you join the game now that you know they were in from last season. Yeah. Um, it's been yeah, it's been cool, you know. They they've added like the emotes, so you can change how your character jumps and you know dances at the end. All those little the little things yeah. that are cool that let you customize it. You got your own locker. You can put your bunch of crap in a locker. I've really done the locker thing, but it's it's cool that they're uh, you know. Who are you, uh, who the, are your favorite it, hosts? Uh, you had Callie Marie last time. Like of the three sets, do you have a favorite set? That's got to be. Callie and Marie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're good still. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, no, love it. Very cool. Love it, love it. Get it. If you don't have it, play it. Um, It's still, you know, they're still adding stuff, so it's got a long, lot of leg left in it, so. Nice. So I kind of cheated. Um, So my number yeah. one, yeah. technically, <laughs> is God of War Ragnarok. Um, 
But that's only because I excluded all the From Software games from my list because that would have just been the entire list for the entire year. I thought that might not be probably good to do. Um, hey, it's your list. It's my list. So my <laughs> list is a long uh, list because I, I also include those uh, as a separate kind of ranking there. Um, but God War Ragnarok, very emotional game dealing with fatherhood. And that, that, that the stuff hits pretty hard. Um and the gameplay was so good. And uh, these From Software games that I've been playing this year have prepared me for God of War Ragnarok. I felt like a master <laughs> of parrying. I could parry. So I could do things I couldn't do in the first game because my skills were not tuned quite yet from the Elden Ring and Dark Souls uh, torture and delight that I went through this year. Um, but beautiful game. Um, really showed off uh, what PS5 can do. And uh, looks great. Uh, I moved down to a monitor set up downstairs versus PS5 remote play and PS4 remote play is how I experienced games prior. So um, I finally got to experience a big meaty game on a on, you know, dedicated gaming monitor. So that was really cool to experience this way. So, yeah. Yeah, one thing uh, that's really cool about that game is how they did the post-game stuff. So once you complete the game, there's still... Um, a lot side quests a lot to, to do. do, yeah. And as you go through to collect things, there's um a lot of um like dialogue that opens up between the characters, like just talking about the past and explaining some things more. Yeah, there's um, some very yeah. hard hitting stuff just in the post game, like uh-huh. yeah, it's like a whole new game. I mean, it's like it, it was a good ten to kind of hours of post game yeah. for me. It's like, why did they not include that in the main game? I don't know, because I feel like a lot of people are just going to finish the game and then just stop. They're not going to go yeah. finish all this stuff. I will but say, Sony's marketing emails are on point now. Like, when you finish the game, they'll say, congrats, there's still more to do, and you get the platinum. Like, they're, like, following up with their marketing emails based on what you're playing, which is smart. I haven't seen that. I no. um yeah, I set I up my too. PlayStation stuff with an email that I don't check very often. Uh, so, gotcha. But I mean, I did that for a reason. D- yes, yeah, I do that for a lot of things. Gotcha. <laughs> so um, that being said, technically, Pokemon Violet should probably be my honorable mention, and from software is my technical number one. Uh, beginning with Elden Ring, Aaron nagged me uh, for weeks on end. Tim, gotta play Elden Ring. Gotta play Elden Ring. And I was like, I don't, I don't really like hard games, Aaron. This is like, I'm not really it's into rewarding. <laughs> and eventually yeah. caved and uh, got Elden Ring, and that started my year of From Software. Um, and I platinumed all of the From Software games I played this year. I've played all of them for modern consoles except for Dark Souls Three. I'm still waiting to play that whenever I can find time to play that at this point. Um, but Elden Ring, I think, being my first experience with From Software is, I think, my favorite one. Um, just being such a fresh new thing, and uh, as Aaron was saying, the exploration and just relentlessness of this game was great. You had lots of amazing, quiet moments exploring this place, and you had some very bizarre moments of different character and enemy encounters. You had this pothead guy out of the pots, uh. His name was Alexander. Alexander. That was such a fun quest line. Yeah. And he had some very just 
cinematic battles with for that one. You had all the NPCs kind of help you out for this big battle with the sky opening up is is wild. Um, yeah. Um, the 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 map, how big it gets, is just bonkers. You you think you found the whole map, and then you find something that like doubles the map. It's yeah, it's wild how big this game is. Yeah, and um, it changes. So there's there's at least one area in the game that's huge and you get to a part in the game and then it changes completely. So you can go back to it and it's all covered. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I spent so many hours, uh, just stealth killing high leveled enemies in an area I shouldn't be to just like max out my character to get through some earlier areas. That was a fun, just meta of just like, how can I cheese the system to like OP my character early on? And, that was a fun yeah. experience. Um, I did some some wacko things just to get high level. Uh, Aaron showed me the way in some of those areas so to do that. Yeah, uh, are yeah. you talking about the area that had a bunch of those like little guys, the <laughs> yeah. little militia? Yeah, yeah, that's probably it, the best farming area early on. Yeah, yeah, and occasionally I'd fail and die and hope I make it back to my souls. Or what do you call them in this game? Uh, they are runes. Runes, yeah. that's right, yes. <laughs> but yeah, Elder Ring, phenomenal. My second, uh, six games on my From Software list, I, I've played them this year. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is the next one. And this is probably the most other unique one of the From Software games. And this game has a very, um, this is the game I played when I was deathly ill uh, with a very bad cold over the summer. And I don't know if I could have beaten this game if I was not on on a sick bed all to myself. I'd play this game for like five, six hours a day or more, and I'd play these boss fights that took me like probably you know four hours sometimes to get through. And this is a game you can't cheese to get through. Like in all the Dark Souls and Elden Ring, you can level up your character through farming. This game you can't do that. This game you have to get good. And uh, this is a game I felt that I became a master by the end and had sweaty palms in some of the fights. And it was one of the most emotionally, um, you know, draining and emotionally uh, uh, powerful things I played this year just with the sheer challenge involved. This is the hardest game I've ever beaten in my entire life, I would say. Sekiro Shadows I <laughs> twice. Because yeah, there's no cheesing it and there was no way about it. And um, uh, I would just t- I would and the the rewards were so great because after you you beat a fight in this game, it just felt so good. And my Apple Watch can attest, uh, my heart rate got very high. <laughs> so these while I looked down, I was like my heart rate's like one sixty, just laid down in bed playing this game. It's like there's some very you know so, you know you're one hit away from dying, and you've tried this boss fight like twenty times, and like can I do it? And, um, and there were a lot of boss fights in this game that just just blew, blew your mind. Just like these like evolutions of the bosses after you thought you beat them, and then there's other stuff that happens. Um, yeah, really. Yeah, this one seems like it would be very challenging because it takes the formula that you're used to with all of the other Souls games, except it strips you from all of your choice. And yeah, you, you just have to go through the game. You do. You have to get good at <laughs> yeah. parry. Yeah. Like in the other games, you can choose a magic build or a strength build. This is you have one build. You can't like 
farmed your HP super high to like fake your way through it. You got to learn it. And uh, um, YouTube was helpful in like watching other people play this game. Like, how are they doing this? And um, yeah, so that was quite an experience. Um, third up is Bloodborne. This was the game I played after Elden Ring. Um, and it's, it's a very good game. It's a very unique story. Very cool story. Um, very different game as far as the pairings involved with your gun. And um, this is an excellent game. Um, I'm not sure what else to say on Bloodborne because I don't want to spend five hours on from software. But uh, very much. I it has a very different art style. It's yeah. kind of like a gothic. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand why people love this game and want a sequel. Like, I've been hearing people talk about Bloodborne forever. And I actually have a memory of when this game initially came out. I was at a friend's house. He's playing Bloodborne. And I was, uh, I had no interest in ever playing this game. This looks just <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but now I understand. Um, yeah. And then next up, surprising one, Dark Souls 2. Uh, this is the first game I didn't need. So I played this one last of my list here. Uh, this is the first game I didn't really need guidance on. All the other games, I'd look up, you know, some guides and some help on, like, how to progress, make it through these games. I need my hand a little bit held to make it through some of these games. This game, I didn't need my hand held. So I feel like by the time I got to my sixth game of Dark Souls 2, I become a master from software and could actually play these games and experience it fresh without any help. And that makes me very excited for Dark Souls 3 and the other From Software games to experience them without having my handheld just be able to just jump into a, a FromSoft game and experience it. Uh, this game's much different in that um, you can completely empty out the world by killing enemies, I think, 12 times. So there would be areas of this game that were just empty by the time I finished it, which was a very satisfying thing to, to do. Uh yeah. yeah, I haven't played this one, but I've heard I've heard kind of mostly uh, like negative things about this one. Um, a lot of people don't like that part about how you can clear things out and stuff like that. But <laughs> I've heard some other things. I don't recall exactly what it is, but I just remember people having a lot oh, of frustration this. with this one. Yeah, I think in retrospect that people have come around on what this actually being a decent and pretty good of the Dark Souls, and it's different. Like. I, I have not played three, but I hear it's very similar to one. This is a very unique game. The story is really good in this one. Um, and if after you clear an area out, you can do stuff to repopulate it with even harder enemies to get even more souls. So even that concern is nullified because you have ways of eliminating that if you want to do some farming. Um, then number five is Dark Souls. I played this both on PS5 uh, and Switch. And I understand why this became the thing that broke this developer out. The the interconnectedness of the world is just phenomenal and a uh, really cool story and just really great combat in all these games. And then sixth, Demon's Souls for PS5. Beyond beautiful, beautiful of a game. I tried playing this before Elden Ring and instantly got frustrated and gave up after <laughs> about an hour. And then I came back to it after, um, I think, Bloodborne. And uh, realized how great this game is, especially as a magic build. And uh, at some point, I do want to revisit it. Um, it is just so beautiful. And uh, this shows what a From Software game can be if it's developed by somebody 
that care or that has more technical prowess uh, than from from software those. Uh, yeah, so that's my from software list. And I spent so much time in From Software. I, I would, you know, 111 hours in Dark Souls 2. Um, yeah, I, I probably spent uh, collectively, you know, around 500 hours in these games this year. But now yes. you just need to get into PvP. <laughs> oh, I got to say, yeah, the PvP stuff is a lot of fun in these games. Um, the uh, I would get invaded in Dark Souls on the Switch quite often. And by that point... I was getting pretty good at Dark Souls and was winning a lot of these PvP matches. And that gets fun when you win, when they invade you and you, you destroy them. That that's yeah. that's so satisfying. It's like you're trying to come here ruin ruin my stuff. Uh one person invaded me in Dark Souls one when I got to the very bottom of this poison pit right before the bonfire. This is a very long stretch to I get through. <laughs> and I was so freaking angry at this guy, but it beat him. So yeah, I was very happy with that. So anyways. Yeah, I prefer to play that one not online. <laughs> it's, it's it's frustrating because I mean it's yeah. it's been out for so long. People know that game like in and out, uh, and they will just like do things to just make you not have a good time. Yeah, there's a boss fight. I think it's in this the first game where it is the PvP boss fight. It's wild. You connect your and it, it can be very difficult to beat this boss and you're playing, you're connecting to another player and they're the boss. It's it's kind of a wild concept. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's that. Yeah, this is a long episode. I'm looking at, we're almost two hours here. Any other uh, games of note that we should mention before wrapping up? RuneScape. RuneScape is a great <laughs> game. It's uh, only 22 years old. Okay. At 21, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, last year was also a good game, or a good year for RuneScape. It almost made my list. You played, like, so um, much of this, didn't you? Yeah, I, I play <laughs> a lot. Um, check my playtime right now, but uh, it's it's over thousands of hours right now. So Wild. Yeah. Last year, they had, like, an update where um, one of the areas on the map, they totally changed it, so it just got destroyed, and something else replaced it. Um, and I had a lot of fun playing around in that new area. So, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> um, any final words, John? Uh, no. Okay. Looking forward to this next year of new stuff. Zelda. Zelda. Finally. May 12th. Mm. Not come here soon. Finally. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I yeah. think next episode we'll have to, like, talk about some of the stuff we're looking forward to this upcoming year. We certainly don't have time for that now. Yeah. It's going to be a big year for games. Sure. Yeah, it will. I am excited. Let's get that Spider-Man 2. Excited. Get all those COVID releases finally coming out. Yeah, for real. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got Jedi, Fallen Order 2. Man, yeah. That'll be good. Anyways. Uh, Aaron, any final words? Um, Keep it real. Okay. Well, with that, we will chat with everyone <laughs> next time for level 210. Um. Uh, and have a good beginning of the year. And chat with you guys later. Bye.